Well, we're going to Big Ten country tonight. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Not yet. Uh, well, USC is on schedule years. tonight. Two years. USC is on schedule tonight. And uh, wow. I'm just looking at this roster. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot indeed. Mm-hmm. Have you think? Thompson Robinson pulls it this time. Rising with some confusion, just keeps it. And there, he's still going. Rising breaks free. And goes all the way to the end zone. Wow. Haskins with lots of room. Haskins up and over. Still going inside the 30. And tripped up from behind by Nick Henrich. I see Cam dancing every time. Well, he had he had to dance because he got cut off there. Before yeah, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. I was gonna say I I was just gonna ask a simple question. Have you guys been California dreaming? I don't we know all USC for that. fans are. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, USC fans are though. I mean, they think they have a legitimate shot at playoff contention and. They might be honest. I'm not disagreeing. I think they do have a legitimate shot at being playoff contenders now. Well, I I don't want to get too into this to start because I do want to talk about their team, but there is a a person here, well, who's not here, who does believe that they are not playoff contenders, and that's Colin. He's got them at 8-4. and I'm not getting into this. I disagree with a good majority, but that's beside the point. I mean... I kind of already hinted at it on Wednesday. You know, he's he's not that far off with USC. They've got a lot of talent, but I think this is still going to be a, a growing year. Even with the talent that they bring in, I I could very easily see something along those lines, what, what Collins got predicted there. We just talked about their offense. I know. And I know maybe you don't buy into that, but I, I do. I mean – yeah, and we can just go right on ahead and get into that that conversation right now. Look at all the transfers they bring in. They bring in Terrell Bynum, who was one of the best receivers at Washington last year. Yeah, if not the best. They get Brendan Rice, son of Jerry Rice, of course. Oh, Andy, best receiver off Colorado's roster. Oh, what about the Blitnikoff winner, Jordan Addison, coming from Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Mario Williams, a receiver who didn't get a lot of playing time last year, but followed Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams out. West. Yeah. Uh, they also have two player, two, a incoming freshman and a redshirt freshman from modern day who I know were very good, both Kyron Hudson and CJ Williams. That doesn't go too much notice because they're going to get blocked by the six that I'm actually mentioning here. Tosh Washington, a really good receiver out of Memphis, transfer from Memphis. And Brandon Outlaw, the transfer from Virginia, who was very solid. Arguably their best receiver last year. That's six yeah. receivers right there. Yeah. Move on down. Uh, Malcolm Epps, transfer out of Texas. Uh, redshirt senior, of course. Uh, I think they – I don't know who they go with between Josh Falo or Jude Wolf as their second uh, tight end. I don't really know. I think it's going to be the Malcolm Epps show either way. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to 
I don't think they're going to have a need to use a lot of tight ends. They have six wide receivers that I just named that could easily blow your doors off any week. Easily. They also have two transfer running backs who are going to be really solid. Travis Dye, we know what he's able to do. We got to see a lot of him last year at Oregon. Darwin yeah. Barlow, you know a lot about him. He's from TCU. Yeah. And he's, he's still he's a very got, good second back. Yeah, he's got a lot of potential if, if they want to go two-back system as opposed to you know, just going five wide or whatever. They've got they've got so many options. It's going to be interesting. I I think the thing is with that I see with this team, and the reason maybe maybe Colin sees this as well, and that's why he's kind of a little bit hesitant. They bring in all this talent, but that doesn't mean that they're all going to be on the be able to be on the field at the same time. And so I just I don't know if it's you know if if they're going to really be able to if Lincoln Riley's going to mold and gel them into a cohesive team or if there's going to be issues with you know egos flaring and and constant just headaches and trying to figure out how do you juggle having all this talent like this is you you talked about all this talent and it still could feel wasted at years in if they don't achieve this lofty goal in year one under lincoln riley and by the way even if they do make it lincoln riley has not yet proven himself to be a winner when he gets to the college football playoff, I know I think at this point SC fans would just rather get there, even if they don't win, just because it's been so long since they've been a, a contender at the national level. That level but that's, of relevance. Yeah, that's what that's the thing that I see for them. Yes, they have a lot of talent, but my worry is that they will are going to squander it because it's going to be just some off the field issues and trying to manage and, and you know keep all these egos happy, and and that's what's going to be their downfall. That's that's the reason I, I see it. I don't see egos even being a problem with this team, to be completely honest with you. To be, All these guys uh, transfer there. They want to play for Lincoln Riley. All these guys know they're very good, and they're going to have to battle for what they get. <clears throat> I mean, there's no reason you see six wide receivers all transferred knowing they're not going to have to battle. I mean, six yeah, yeah. really good wide receivers, top wide receivers from every single place they came from. Washington, yeah, you, top wide receiver, Terrell Bynum, top wide receiver from Colorado, Brendan Rice, Boletnikov winner, Jordan Addison, Mario yeah. Williams, who hasn't proven himself yet, but can very, very well do so. He's a very talented player. Again, Tosh Washington, very talented mm-hmm. from Memphis. Brandon Outlaw, top receiver from Virginia. That You don't get all that and not think they're going to want to play together. I think that this is going to be just fine. You know what Lincoln Riley is. He's an offensive-minded coach. What do they have? All the weapons they could ever ask for. Where do they have those weapons? Offense. Yeah. I think this offense is going to be fantastic. The defense I'm a little worried about. Yeah. I don't know a lot about the defense. I I will be honest. I'm a very offensive-minded guy when it comes to football. So, I I I don't know a lot about the defense. I don't know where to look, who I got on my mind. But I think that this team is going to be very solid. They have a lot of really big offensive linemen, a lot of returning offensive linemen that I think are going to be just fine. This team, uh, I think they get Bobby Haskins. I'm pretty sure he might be a transfer from Virginia too uh, after last year. And I know he was very good at Virginia when he was there. So there's there's a lot of places to look around here and see a lot of potential success. Now, I don't disagree with you. I think that they're – could be. There's always that outside chance of issues, but I don't think off the field issues are going to be the problem. 
I think that if they do have any issues, it's just going to be really defensively. I think that's going to yeah. be the biggest and problem. I, I see that There's too. no way this offense doesn't score 30-plus points mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, like, with you know, for – for Lincoln Riley, that was always his issue at Oklahoma. You always knew they were going to score a lot, but did they have the defense to, you know, be a competitive team once it came to that, you know, end point of the season? And, you know, I I, I don't see that at USC, at least not this year for, for them. So that, that's going to be – He does bring Alex Grinch with him. Yeah. And Gr- Grinch was working Alex on something at, at Oklahoma. He was working on trying to get that – Defense to a you know championship level, but he's got a I think an even bigger job at USC coming off what they had last year and, and trying to figure some stuff out compared to when he started you know trying to fix Oklahoma's defense a few years ago. And I will say this: we have seen Alex Grinch's defenses in the past work very well in the Pac-12 um, due to the scheming and stuff of them being a lot of like pass heavy offenses is typical typically his he runs a stack defense as you guys know and mm-hmm. that works really well against the pass heavy offense at times because you're able to pressure the quarterback from various angles like and out of the power five conferences at least in my opinion I tend to be Keep in mind, I I do tend to be a bit more defensive-minded, so I do see a lot more of that side of the ball naturally. Mm. Um, His stack defense, though, works very well with the Pac-12 because of that. Um, For whatever reason, that's the Power 5 conference that that defense works. Um, So I... I don't know that it's necessarily going to be an elite defense, but I do imagine it's going to be a good defense. I mean, I don't see it even being – I'm not saying it's going to be, like, horrendous, but if, if you take, like, you know, a couple years ago, Alex Grinch's first year at Oklahoma as your baseline for what USC could be, that's still, you know, high 80s, low 90s in terms of nationally – and for defenses. And that's, you know, that's the trouble that I, I could see them getting into is when you're pay- facing, you know, you're going to have some tough teams to play against this year. You're going to, you're talking about, you know, a Notre Dame, uh, you're talking about UCLA, you're talking about Utah. They've got other tough games on the schedule. We'll get to here, you know, momentarily, you know, those defenses, sure. They, they might not, you know, they might get a couple stops, but, you know, if your defense can't stop their offense and they will have some very good offenses themselves. And obviously we'll talk about Utah here in a few weeks when we get to that point in our predictions of, for the top 25 teams. But other other teams than that, you know, if, if you can't get stops, you're, you're going to be playing a lot of 50, 40 kind of games. And if you can't get a whole lot of stops, that's where, you know, it tends to, that's where I kind of see some issues for this USC team. I'm not saying that they're going to be bad. I'm not even necessarily saying they're going to be where I had Tennessee even just a few days ago in predictions. I just think that we should kind of tamper our expectations. Let's see where we get, you know, from their defense starting off on the field and before we you know go ahead and put them in the playoff year one. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I oh, for sure. The preface was contenders. Yeah. They think they're contenders for the playoff. Yeah. I think they're potential contenders, especially if things go right. But we don't know that. We we can't I, we can't bank on that happening. So no, I'm not saying no. they are. I'm just saying yeah. that there are expectations that they should be, and I think that they do have an outside chance. If I had to pick a dark horse right now to be be there, I can't go with Michigan. They were just there last year, even though nobody thinks they'll get there again. But I can't go with USC because they've never been there. Yeah. As a sleeper dark horse type team, yeah, I I can see that argument. I Here's- personally will give them a year before I say that just because it it, it still is a new coaching staff. Here's my I, I just I like I, how you guys think Lincoln Riley isn't a winner. Oh no. no like, he, I'm not saying that. He's consistently shown that he can win games in the regular season. Even last year, which was a down year for Oklahoma, they went ten and two in the regular season before he headed west on his, you know, one of his two new big jets that he got. Um, what I'm he's saying, only been, he's only been coaching since 2017, and he's yeah. already at 55 career wins. Like, yeah. we're not doubting him as a winner. Yeah. Like, that he is came, not at all what we're saying. He came closest with that first team he inherited from Bob Stoops of of winning it all, and even then, it wasn't enough in that overtime classic against in the Rose Bowl against Georgia. Since then, they have not looked come close to that level team. Offensively, defensively, I mean, offensively, sure, yeah, because he was the the OC on on those Oklahoma mm-hmm. teams. But defensively, they had, that's been their liability, and that's hurt them when they've gotten to this spot. My problem with USC this year that I see for you know everybody talking about them as a you know potential dark horse contender, I can't see them going any better than just ten and two in the regular season. I just don't think that's going to be good enough for them to to make it to the playoff, even if they get a rematch against somebody in a potential pack championship game, I still think they won't be in that top four because I think they're probably at least, you know, four teams better in record wise than they would be in that scenario. Perhaps, but who, who do you see in this schedule they have being able to score 30 to 40 points on them with them? I can see it. I can see if you. I I can. I can point out something. I got Fresno State. Fresno State's a team that could very well. Absolutely Mm -hmm. could. Oregon State could. Yes. But I don't think they will. I I think it's going to be tough for them to hang around and and match score for score with USC. I think Washington State is a team I think can. Utah definitely. Definitely UCLA can. I I didn't get there, but yeah, UCLA and Notre Dame. Yeah, those teams can. And maybe and, a, a, maybe four of them will. Yeah, I think I, I don't I don't know if Fresno State actually will. They can, but will they? I don't know. A lot of people talked about that Fresno State team as a, like a trendy upset pick, and I mean I I can understand where they're coming from. I don't necessarily know if I agree with that, but Fresno State's going to be power five teams in the in the season. Yeah, that's not going to be one of them. No, I don't think so. I, Oregon I State is a team that I have a really hard time seeing. And I guess we can just go ahead and, and get into our picks. Yeah. We spent 15 minutes talking about the team itself. Yeah. Why not just go ahead and, and start picking All right. games since we're talking about games now. Yeah. So with that, I think it's safe to say they're losing to Rice. I mean, no <laughs> doubt. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 
Yeah, I know. That's you, a win you, for me. I mean. Rice is goaded. You've got a fond love for the Rice Owls uh, because of your days in NCAA football 14, but it's uh, it's it's unfortunately that's that's one of the worst teams in the Conference USA this year, unfortunately. And and we'll talk about Conference USA on Sunday. I don't know if they're going to be the worst, but they they have, I didn't they say have a lot that, returning, but yeah, they are going to be rough. It's going to. I didn't say I didn't say the worst. I said one of the worst. Okay. And they're not I, I missed the one up part. Lot. I just heard the worst. Yeah, they're not expected yeah. to do a whole lot this year, and I can't. I only I have them at four and eight, and we're going to talk about the Conference USA later and yeah. how on Sunday, the yeah, fire that is. going to say Sunday. I think it's the yeah. Conference USA yeah. preview. Yeah. So we're, we're all excited for that. Now, oh yeah. Colin had a loss here, and before we go too far, I'm off. But Colin had a loss here against Stanford. I'm not seeing it. No, I like Tanner I, I think Tanner McKee's really good. Again, it comes down to can you outscore USC? That's what it's going to be. Unless they have a down week, which they will have a down week. Yeah. And I think it's going to be like here or here when they can actually afford it. It's not going to be against Stanford in week two. I mean, again, six weapons of receiver, two running backs who can easily take over a game, and a quarterback who everybody thinks could be a Heisman contender this year. It's not I like Darren McKee, and I would like to see him in New York, but he's not yeah. doing it alone. No, it's not going to be Stanford. I mean, you know, I, I, we talked about. I just don't see a whole lot of improvement from Stanford I this have year. SD winning, and yeah, it's 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 going to be rough. Uh, they're not going to be able to go in and and get a home win like they were able to win in the Coliseum last year. It's it's just not happening. Yeah, I do think that that game's going to be a dogfight of a game, like. Stanford does have the type of defense that would be able to potentially hold USC to that that what's going to be an extremely potent offense to about 30 points. Um but I still see I still see um Stanford losing that game. Big sad. <laughs> well, I would like for it to be like a little bit. Oh, here we go. Let me go. One fifteen. Oh, hey BJ. Oh no. Oh, hey Cam. Can I get a ha 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 blast? That better. Is that more visible, or should I go up another one? I like that. That's fine. Not a sponsor. There we go. That should be. There we go. That's better. Would love if you were. Yeah. yeah. We'd all drink some Baja. All right. Fresno Baja. State, as we I just said, son of a bitch. God damn it, Bobby. All right. Let me back back out to Technical difficulties. Damn, pencil on. Fresno State, I got to win. I don't think Jake – I like Jake Hayner. I think he's a very good quarterback. Probably one of the best in the group of five. But I don't think that Jake Hayner is going to do it. A brand new head coach, week three. Not sure. I'm not sure. I'm feeling it. The only way I see this is if 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 uh, USC has the the big head and they think they're essentially hot stuff. And but even then, I I'm not going to go ahead and predict it. it I mean, if if it happens. I won't be surprised, 
because I've, I've, ta- I've heard a lot of people talk about this Fresno State team. I just don't see them beating USC. I've got them winning against another Power 5 team, though. Well, we could say but, it. I mean, we have them beating Oregon State, Oregon State I think, yeah. is exactly who we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. I like Chance Nolan, too. Chance Nolan's yeah. one of the most underrated quarterbacks, a top, top four, top five quarterback yeah. in the conference. He's just – that that's going to be a fun game, though. Oregon State, Fresno we'll State, about that be last to watch. Yeah, yeah. And well, we're not talking about Oregon State and Fresno State. That game, yeah. Fun. Oh, I know, but we mm-hmm. get Oregon State to talk about next. Yeah. So, but yeah. I, like you guys, I have, I have SD winning this game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a shootout type of a game, and you and USD pulls away a little bit. And it winds up being about like seventeen point victory or something like that, but it's going to be closer than that score would indicate, though. Dude, but they're going to around. Yeah, I don't. I I just don't have Fresno winning that, though. All right, all right. On the road against Oregon State, I have a win though in Research Stadium. I know Colin has a loss here. I don't see it. I, I don't. I don't think they're they're losing either of these two games, whether it be Stanford, Oregon State, or even Fresno State. I just don't think it's happening. I think, I think again, the offense of USC, we, 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 everybody says defense wins championships. However, when it comes to the Pac-12, the best offenses usually get the job done, minus last year where Utah was just dominant defensively. I, I think that – Ask Oregon. I, th- I think that USC is going to be fortunate. Enough. They're going to be able to outscore a lot of the teams they play because of the offensive talent. The wall's going to be spread. There's not just one guy that's going to get a bunch of catches. I wouldn't – I'd be surprised if anyone wins any awards from this offense other than maybe Caleb Williams simply because of how good everyone is who's going to be – I mean, who do you double here? Like, it's – Double Jordan Addison? Oh, well, you know, Brennan Rice is open. Or mm-hmm. – you know, yeah, you can't really double anyone. Yeah, like, or it, or you double Brennan Rice. Oh, well, you get Jordan Addison or Terrell Bynum. You yeah. don't win that. I mean, you just can't. Yeah. Here's the thing that I, 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 I've also I'm with Colin on this one. I'm gonna go ahead and pull pull it and call this one an L. This is this I is a really good as well. Pull. Oh, okay. This is a really good Oregon State team. This is a spot in the schedule where I, I, I know they're not coming out of this this stretch here, and I, I don't think it's going to be Arizona State. I don't think they're coming out of this stretch here uh, of these four games that we're about to talk about without at least two losses. And I think Oregon State is is going to have what it takes. You're going to see a little bit of a slip up from SC offensively. This is going to be one of their you know, games that they don't get as much. Oregon State's defense is going to be able to get enough stops and Oregon State's offense is going to get enough points. I think what we're underestimating or what you might be underestimating here, Tyler, is that just you talked about Reeser Stadium. Reeser Stadium is slowly becoming one of the toughest places to play at least the past couple of years. Well, I, will past- say, I will My say this. Will be, what time is this game being played? Yeah, I, I mean, and, this is this could be a very good question. It'll either be prime time or after dark. I can't imagine that it be is going to be an early game, especially if, I, if we're if everybody. So. It, 
if, if, or does if, the, or does that hit the three thirty ABC slot? Because it's two potentially three and O teams right there. A noon game in Corvallis. You think USC can't log in there and win? A noon game in Corvallis, SC definitely could win. Uh, That's I what I'm saying. See. We don't know when yeah. that game's going to be, but yeah. I can guarantee you, ESPN wants USC on TV. I yeah. can promise you they do. And not only do they want them on TV, they want them on TV where even the East Coast people can see them. That's why I think it's a prime There's no way this game goes time. after dark. Prime I, time, I, perhaps, I think this, but that's still yeah. light. Remember, a yeah. 7.30 kick is still 4.30 on the West Coast. And oh, in I'm, September, it won't be dark there. Yeah. So even then, I don't see it. Unless that game is played after dark, which I don't think will happen, I see no way that Oregon State wins. That game's still TBD. Well, so. let, me re- let me rephrase that. Yeah. I shouldn't say I don't see a way they win, because I do. But I don't see them winning unless that game is legitimately at night in Corvallis. I, I think they can win even if it's not at night. I'm 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 confident in Oregon State to oh, that's to why I rephrase what I said. I, I don't yeah. think they will, I, but I yeah. could see it. Yeah. Yeah. I it won't surprise me and, either way, but I I'm gonna go ahead and say this is one of their their stumbling blocks, and Cam's kind of right there with me. You made mention of a four-game stretch where they don't lose two games. Are you talking I, – I would assume, I'm assuming, you're talking Oregon State all the way down to Utah. Yeah. Okay. So this this is the stretch where I can't see them coming out of this with without at least two losses. Well, I, I happen to agree, but on different Yeah, cases. we'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way. Yeah, but I – the reason why I pull is like BJ had kind of mentioned. Um, we didn't really talk about it, but Oregon State got a good returning defense, and like I think that this defense for Oregon State has potential to kind of make not stop the USC offense. You're not stopping it, but at least slow it down. Um. Even if they and slow it down, do you think that Oregon State scores enough to win that game? I do think, think Oregon yeah. State scores forty plus points to win this game. I don't think I it'll think, take forty plus points to win. I'm this just game. saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm making a I, genuine state like eight. I, I think no that Oregon State. You think they can score forty plus in a game if it gets that high? I think Oregon they State offense is designed a lot around ball control. It's a very West Coast system in that sense. Yeah. And I know what yeah. I'm asking. Do you think they can score enough to, yeah. to outscore? I'm saying I think out? they can. I think they can hold on to the ball enough to yeah. slow down this offense as well. Keep that defense fresh. And I think USC's defense, as you know, kind of shoddy as it is, if the more they're out there, the more that they're going to crack and, and bend. And it, it could be a lower scoring game than you're expecting. USC might not get stopped in this game, but they still might not have enough time with the ball it might be like a 38 31 type of game or something like that and that could be enough mm-hmm. okay so i'm not gonna go 20 minutes arguing this yeah I'm, but i'm not going no to. i gotta win over arizona yeah. state i think that's an easy win i think this is the easiest game in this first yes what seven eight games seven games outside of rice i agree. outside of rice no, i think it's yeah. easier than rice wow I, I am not – this team absolutely sucks. I've looked at everything they've got, and it is bad. I mean, 
Their schedule still There's allows no them to – There's no way they win more than two games. I, I can see Arizona State. Their schedule allows them to get as many as five. I don't see them getting five. Three or I can four. see them going four and eight. I yeah, I got them at two and ten right now. I, I am not going to see it. Okay, anyways, I don't anyways, care. Anyways, we got in Arizona we all three State. Um, I have USD winning this as well. Yeah. All right. Now, this is where I have a loss. Washington State, I think they're going to be a really good team offensively. Specifically, I think Cameron Ward's going to be really good. Uh, brand new head coach, though. I don't know. This is a this is a riskier pick. I think a lot of people are really high on Washington State, and some may don't not know why. I'm trusting the offense. I'm trusting Cameron Ward. Specifically, I think he's going to be the key to the success at Washington State. This is the uh, the first real stumbling block for USC. I, I see this one as well, Tyler. I'm right there with you. Uh, I've got this one, and you go ahead. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give it away. Go ahead and, and, and give that Utah one as well. I've got three out of four in this stretch. This is a just a brutal stretch. I just I cannot see them. I can see them more so winning at home against Wazoo than winning at Utah. And so I'm not predicting that they'll beat Wazoo. Um, it's just I, – I like what you – like you said, with Cam Ward and, and this Washington State team, they were figuring out and last year, and I think they'll have it even more so figured out in this new scheme by this point in the year. And I'm willing to go be risky and say that Wazoo wins this game. I don't think – Colin picked this one as his upset. He he had the Stanford, I believe, right? He had them both. Oh, he had them both. Okay. Yeah. And Oregon State. And Oregon State too. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's going all out on this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I have USD winning this game. I think that this will be a really close game. Um, it would not shock me if they lose it, and like purely because of a trap type of a game because yeah. the next week is going to be a huge game. For me, they're coming into this game undefeated mm-hmm. and riding on a potential game day and maybe even still a game day game At in Utah. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you know damn well Utah is going to be unbeaten coming into this game. I, I think they will be. I think they will be. Now there's they've got some they've got a little bit of a tougher stretch than uh USC does. But yeah, I, I I think they could get caught looking ahead in that Wazoo game. I still think that Utah, their defense can shut down USC's offense to the point that that you Utah could control that game and, and just yeah, you know, may, it, it it could be I'm not saying it will be, it could be as bad as the two Oregon games were against Utah last year. That, yeah, that's how, I, I think, how much I confidence Utah, I have in that Utah. Team. Yeah, I I have Utah winning that game as well. I think Utah is the one team that can legitimately stop this offense. Yeah, mm-hmm. Their defense is fantastic. Their offense, just as you said about Oregon State, controls the football. They've done really good at it. They've done a great job. The only game they haven't done a great job of controlling the ball is against Ohio State, and that's because they were scoring so fast they couldn't keep up with Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not just that. And not just that, it's on the road at Rice Eccles, yeah. which is be which has become and in my opinion has been for years now one of the toughest places to go. Yeah. 
it is the, the toughest place to play in the pack. East of the Mississippi. The, this, this USC Utah game is not going to be after dark. I'm already telling you that. Uh, no, it, yes, game. It's going to be a prime time. If there's not, going to be 7:30 on either ABC or ESPN. 7:30 East Coast. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And all right. Glad we yeah. glad we all agree on how this game's going to be yeah. on every front. Yeah. I'm giving a win here. I, I am too. I can't. Can't see that happening. Uh, yeah. Air, Air, yeah. Arizona's right now the worst state for college football. Changed my mind. Ooh. I don't know. I think Northern Arizona is going to be all right. <laughs> I, 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 I'll be honest. I haven't looked at NAU enough yet. So. Either way. Uh, at home against Cal. I like Cal, but I don't think that's going to happen. I just. It's not happening. Yeah, Cal, Cal, Cal can't score like USC can. Neither of these two score. And, well, better yet, let's say Co- neither of these Colorado two. Colorado can't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was, was going to say, say, add Colorado on. No. After after that brutal three out of four stretch there, I mean, they, they're going to be licking their chops coming off the bye. They oh. might have one of those kind of games where they don't score as much, or maybe they just are like, you know, oh, mercy. They may come out of the bye week slow. Yeah, but they'll but, they still have enough talent to beat Arizona. Yeah, so they could they could sleepwalk through that game and still win. Getting to UCLA, Arizona and Colorado both, you, you they could easily sleepwalk through. Hell, they could uh, probably. I disagree. Uh, simply, these two games are home games, and not that the Coliseum is a tough place to play, but they're at least home games. This is a road game coming off of an ass whooping they're going to take on the road. Yeah. That's it's probably, where I see it being a, it's a, probably a tough gonna start. Be, can, can they schedule that game for like 9 a.m. or something like that? Because I just – I don't think anybody really wants to watch that game. Can we just put it like 9 a.m. It's going to be on Pac-12 Network. Yeah, it will be on It's going to be on the Pac-12 Network, so like three three media markets are going to get it. So. I don't think we're going to put – well, they may put a top 25. Yeah, they will. They've done it before. They've had a ranked yeah. matchup on the Pac-12 Network before. Oh, that fucking pissed me off. I know. That was Larry anyway. Scott's doing. Yeah. How's he, how's so. he doing it on the sun, by the way? Is he still baking up there? Yeah, I don't know. I hope he's dead Anyways. right now. <laughs> he's not. What the oh. hell? <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, <laughs> so UCLA on the road in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> this is a team that very well could score with USC. They have the running backs, running back specifically, and Zach Charbonnet. DTR, I've talked about how I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the conference. However, they won't. Not because they don't want to. But because we talked about defenses not being able to get off the field, I don't think UCLA's offense will get off the field. Their defense is not very good. The defense is the biggest struggle point, I think, for this UCLA team this year. And albeit they do play physical in some games, this is not going to be one where they're able to do it. I I, I can see this game being a 56-35 type game where USC just pulls away simply because UCLA's offense can't get off the field in terms of they score back on the field literally 
three, four plays and just continuously they're tired because they're constantly having the ball. So I'm giving a huge UFC win. I I think this game is the game that decides number two in in the Pac-12. And I do have USC winning this game. Like Kyler, I don't I don't know that I can as much as we sat here and talked about can we Oh you say that I can't wait to see what you have for Oregon then because (laughs) you must not have them being as good as these two. I I don't. But anyways, um I I think that this is gonna be a great game. Like this has potential to be an all time classic within this rivalry series. Um I imagine it's gonna be coming out all all guns a blazing. Um absolute shootout type of a game. And I I do trust USC's defense just ever so slightly more than UCLA. Like Tyler said, I don't I don't know if UCLA is gonna stop a nosebleed at all this year. I'm very high on UCLA this year. Maybe it's misguided faith, but no, I, no, no, it's not. I have UC UCLA is not in our previews. I have UCLA at ten and two. I do too. Or, well, maybe, maybe nine and three. I have them at I have them at nine and three. Let I me double them, check. I have them at ten and two, and I have them winning this game as a result, and that's why they get to go to the Pac-12 championship. Uh, by this point, USC already would have three conference losses. UCLA would only have two, and UCLA would need this game in order to go to the Pac-12 title game. USC at this point would not be able to, even if they won this game. And I, you know, I, I think it, obviously it's a rivalry game, so there's a lot of incentive for both teams to win. I just, I think that I think you're wrong about UCLA's offense always being out there on the field. I think that both of these teams will be able to go, you know toe for toe and, and tit for tat, if you will, down the field. I just trust UCLA's offense to score a, l- a couple, you know, at like maybe a couple more field goals or a field goal more than USC's at the end of the game. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Bruins in this one, and I'm going to have USC losing for the fourth time in conference. All right, so, yeah, I have UCLA at 9-3. I'm not saying their defense is bad. They're they're going to be a good team defensively. They normally are a like mm-hmm. a very middle of the road defensive team, especially under Chip Kelly. Like they're very physical in, in some games, and they're just not in others. This is one of those games where I just don't think they're going to be able to stick around in coverage against again five potentially six different receivers for USC who can you know break one open at any point in in any game. Uh, yeah. UCLA is still a great team, though. I, I think UCLA is going to be the best they've been in years. Again, nine and three. I think that's better than even they were last year. Is that not? Uh, I'd have to look, but that's. But even then, right. this game does not determine who who's going to the Pac-12 championship. Not for me, because I don't think either of them do. But uh, anyways, Notre Dame closing out the season in the Coliseum. I've been to this game in the Coliseum, 2018. Awesome. It was a great game. Uh, I it, USC was up 10 nothing at halftime, and I thought they were going to get it done. I really did, because I didn't want to see Notre Dame go to the playoff, obviously. I mean, I'm a Michigan fan, of course. So, <laughs> But well before we started this, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah let's, 
go USC. I even bought a jersey. Like awesome. <laughs> like you, you know, still have it? I do. I awesome. do. I'm Is it Reggie Bush one? Wore it today, huh? Is it Reggie Bush one? No, it's just a blank number seven. I assume like Matt Barkley. But Li- I thought it was Liner. Wasn't Liner number seven? Liner was eleven. That's right. I'm sorry. Matt Barkley was seven though. So that's who maybe I yeah. Uh, anyways, against Notre Dame, I'm giving them a win this time around. Uh, Notre Dame's going to be a good team, but they're going to be kind of kind of out of it, honestly. And not in like a not like they won't play well in this game, but they're just going to be not really there in a sense that their season's kind of over. They'll at least have two losses by this point, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think this will be be on. I haven't looked too hard at Notre Dame's schedule. I know what I have on the uh, playoff predictor puts him at, I think, eight and three. Um, so maybe I do have him at like nine and three. But even then, um, they're just not. They're kind of going to be out of it, kind of unmotivated, really, if you think about yeah. it. And USC, for me, at ten and nine and two at this point, they still have a chance to go to a, a New Year's Six Bowl. So. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's something that means a lot to them. Whereas, I mean, Notre Dame's been to the playoff. What what does a New Year's Six Bowl mean to them? You know, yeah. and we'll see. I could be wrong, but I don't, I don't even know who, who who's Notre Dame going with a quarterback. Is it going to be? I can't remember off the top. Yeah, of my I, can't, head. I can't remember who it was. I, I know um, it's like right on top of my head, they, but I can't. They found they found, they found the, a new transfer, uh, Cac Joan, I believe. I'm making a joke. Don't worry. I'm making a joke. Anyway, all right. Well, who do you guys got winning this game? I've got USC. This is another one of those games that they lost last year that I think they're going to get some revenge this year. Uh, you know, just not not because I I don't think that that uh, that Notre Dame won't be good. I think that they still like. I I agree with you, Tyler. I think they will be out of it in terms of like playoffs. And you know whether they want to go New Year six or not, I just don't think their defense is going to be able to stop USC's offense. This is not a team. I don't think Notre Dame is going to be able to outscore USC. This, this is a year where Notre Dame is going to really miss Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, and having a true leader yeah. on defense because yeah. they get Ohio State to start the season and then they close it out with just as good of an USC. offense. Yeah, potentially just as good of an offense in USC. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's just absolutely no way. And then you can look even in the middle of their season. Uh, I mean, they still get they get Clemson. They also have Boston College. Yeah, to be really good offensively. Notre Dame's got a tough and, schedule, and even, and even Stanford. Like their their schedule's yeah. not tough. Like their schedule leads them still to seven wins. Really, realistically, yeah, it, no matter yeah, what, you, their schedule leads them to seven wins. Yeah, However, at the at I least, think they're getting a nine at least. I mean, I just don't see how. They, uh, why am I ruining this? Because we're going to talk about them later. Yeah. Oh, well. I was going to say. I see Notre Dame's schedule. It could change, though. I mean, I could be talking about them in a couple it, weeks. It's later. freaky. It's tough, yeah. and then it's it's very easy not as and tough, then tough. And then yeah. tough. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's one of those where it's like it's very book it. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, they have OSU to start, and then they they get Marshall, Cal, and North Carolina. None of which I think will be great. No, that, those are three wins. I and think. Stanford, tough team, mm-hmm. right in the middle of a the schedule and after BYU I'm not too worried. I guess yeah BYU Stanford two tougher games but not Clemson yeah terrible Navy just because of the offense. No Navy's not 
No. Na- Navy's well, not going to. That that game is always one of those games that winds up being close. No, it no it, I mean, last year it's it felt like it was going to be close. For a quarter and a half. And yeah, last year last year it was close into like the fourth quarter, and then Notre Dame just Navy didn't mm-hmm. get enough after yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, this isn't this isn't an American athletic conference team we're talking. I mean, this is still Notre Dame. Yeah, and yeah. whether or not people buy into Marcus Freeman, they're still a good team. But yeah. I don't have them winning this game. Bottom line, yeah. I don't have them beating. Yeah, I don't game. either. Cam, I I actually do have Notre Dame winning this. Wow, well, you're I think they're. I, <laughs> <laughs> now you're wrong, Colonel Sanders. Um, <laughs> in all seriousness, something wrong with his medulla oblongata. <laughs> In all seriousness, like I, I do see why you guys have USC with. Like I could see, like it's not out of the question. I just think that this Notre Dame team is gonna want to win either the Ohio State game or the USC game. They ain't got a chance in hell against Ohio State. Like I'm gonna be blunt. I don't think that game's ever going to be close. So well, it will be I close think, when it kicks off at zero zero. I don't even think that. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma, Ohio State starts off with a touchdown on the before the game even starts. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's my point is it's never gonna feel like a close game. Yeah. Um, whereas this game has a chance to be a close game, and so because of that, I think Notre Dame is going to win this game. Um, they're like, it's going to be yet again in this rivalry series, another great game. It's not going to mean much, but it's going to be a good game. And so I, that is the main reason why I have Notre Dame. Can we just talk about how USC doesn't even have to leave Los Angeles for the entire month of November? That's insane. That's insane. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And they basically get to go to their second home stadium anyways. At least it was in a, you know, about 20 years ago. Yeah. Since they were in the Rose Bowl every year. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. This is a USC team that's really good. I I think anywhere between eight and ten wins. I'm, I'm with you guys. I mean. Yeah, I mean, and like and I said, I, I think, I, though, if they lose to Oregon State, they beat Washington State. I can see that. But if they do beat Oregon State, they will lose to Washington. I think it's going to be one way or the other. I think either way, they're going to find a way to overlook something. I mean, they're going to get a tough, two tougher wins over Stanford and Fresno State. Mm-hmm. Who are good teams, just not good enough. Yeah. And then they'll play Oregon State, who's good enough. It depends on timing of this game. Because, like, like you guys said, if this is a night game, or a later game, I can see it easily. But if this is a, a twelve mm-hmm. noon kickoff in Corvallis, yeah, not a chance. Yeah, well, and like I, I do have Oregon State right now. If they win that game, I I do have them losing losing to Washington State. Probably like those two games like are going to be flipped of yeah. each other. This is not a team that can that will win eleven games. I just don't see that happening. No. They can. Yeah, I, there's yeah. only one game that right now, and I think we all agree that they don't win this season, yeah. and that's Utah. But yeah. Utah is mm-hmm. a team right now that I have being very good, 
perhaps, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, very, and very perhaps good. in the playoff. Even. I, yeah, yeah. This is perhaps. this this team has a pretty wide window as to result because ultimately I do see possibilities of them having four losses. Yeah, but at the same time, I can like you guys are saying, like they're there are ways that they can get to 11 with. Yeah. And I, like, I'm not even meaning that by with this prediction, no, I'm not I'm, saying that like, I think they're going to be bad, like eight wins. That's a huge improvement from where they were last year. And they could even, you know, like we talked about, there's a chance that they can win, you know, two or three of those games that I have them losing. I'm not saying that they will, but it's certainly possible. They do have the talent to do so. I'm just trying to level my expectations give them a re- more realistic bar to aim for, and then continue to build upon that as we go forward. Lincoln Riley has certainly well, I cannot overperform those before. That last year's team gives a very high bar, as it's said. Very true. And not only that, this that last year's team does not have near the talent, specifically on offense, that they do this coming season. Yeah. If they have eight wins, I can promise you USC – those in LA who don't care to begin with, especially if the team's not good, they're going to care even less. And it's going to be a failure on a lot of parts and on a lot of people's opinions of this USC team, especially my own. If this team does not get to at least nine wins, I could see a nine win, a nine and three year, but if they don't get to at least nine wins, then there's, then there's cause for concern because the talent on offense is insane. And the defense, I don't think it's going to be that bad. Because yeah. I don't think the offenses in the Pac-12 are that good. If they win all their the offenses, home- the offenses that Lincoln Riley had to face in the Big Twelve, yeah, very, very solid, potent offenses. I mean, yeah, and think about the games that they played that against lesser Big Twelve teams. That they actually played really good defense. I can think of the West Virginia game, fantastic defensive game, yeah, by Oklahoma, yeah. What what team here has a better offense? Or sorry. How many teams on this schedule don't have a better offense than what West Virginia had last year? At least two or three, maybe mm-hmm. even four. I can see five. Rice, Arizona State, Arizona, Cal, Colorado. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I forgot about Arizona. Easily, State. those five right there should no doubt. Everyone forgets about both Arizona schools right now. <laughs> yeah. BJ. But yeah. So this is not a team that should theoretically not be able to win three at least of the remaining or sorry, four at least of the remaining seven games. If if they if they just take care of business in all of their home games, if they flip that let, Washington State game to win, then they'll go nine and three, I feel yeah. like at worst. And when when truthfully, when is when has Lincoln Riley really struggled in games that he shouldn't struggle in? I mean, other than the Kansas game last year, but that was a absolute mess. Well, I, it depends. Like with with, with Caleb Bra- with with Caleb Williams. Sorry, I almost called say, said Caleb Radler. Uh, <laughs> with Caleb Williams, the it, the only real one that they shouldn't have struggled in that they did was Kansas. Now they had some other struggles. You talked about the West Virginia game that was still the Spencer Rattler era at Oklahoma, and so I understand your point there. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I think eight bar eight wins is the you know the low end. I think that they might even win more than I'm predicting. I just feel confident in in saying eight for sure, and then you know they can pull a couple out 
that I don't have them doing. So know? BJ's playing it safe. Is exactly. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm not. I'm not mad. I don't think you're doing bad. And this is the longest yeah. we've gone on any preview. So on one team. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> there is question here, Some... and I couldn't imagine if somebody else was here how long <laughs> this would go. But yeah, I don't think this is. What? <laughs> I don't think this stuff is is bad. <laughs> I don't oh, think this, I, I don't think this is a bad team. I, I think they're very capable, very easily oh. going to hit nine wins. Not easily, but they're going to hit nine wins. And then that tenth one is probably up in the air, probably around here for me, right around this UCLA game. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't mean that's exactly where it's going to be. It it could be a struggle up here, or or maybe even a loss at Notre Dame. It, I don't know. But I'm I'm confident. I'm comfortable with ten too. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of like BJ. Like I feel, I feel like I'm kind of playing it safe. Like I, this team definitely is capable of ten or more wins. Like, yeah, it would not shock me if they did that. I think you could be safe to say floor of eight. Ceiling of eleven for this team, mm-hmm. and I don't think there would be a whole lot of people that would disagree with you. I always, yeah. I basically look at a team's floor, and then I, I look at, you know, do I think that of these games, do I think that they, you know, are going to go in and win in hostile territory? And even yeah. then, I mean, and, they, not to say that they couldn't, but anyway, yeah. And let's go ahead. And, and I'll say, I'll say this as well. I do think that they definitely do get better as the year progresses. Like, yeah. even though I have them losing to Notre Dame, like, I still think that by the time that Notre Dame game rolls around, this USD team is going to be really, really good and really, really scary. Um, and honestly capable of hanging with damn near anyone in the country. Um, yeah. Like, I don't have that Notre Dame as loss as an indictment against them. I just feel like on that given Saturday, Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So with that, I mean, that really concludes our USC predictions. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Oklahoma. So we go from former Oklahoma head coach and quarterback and others (laughs) to a, uh, an Oklahoma team who's got a brand new coach and, and a lot of a lot of new stuff going on there, and uh, I'm excited. I, I know there's a lot of differing opinions on that one, so should be just me and you tomorrow, BJ. Uh, Cam's yeah. going to be working, so yeah, it'll be, we'll be new, uh, eleven Eastern, noon Eastern, noon Eastern, eleven Central. Okay. So yeah. With that being said, uh, appreciate everybody out. tuning in. Uh, this has been a, a fun week. Uh, check us out on TikTok. Uh, I know I've been posting a lot. I've been doing a lot of um, a lot of different predictions and teams, and you know, some people have agreed and not agreed, uh, specifically when it comes to Wisconsin. <laughs> but um, oh, you know, it is what it is. Look at his comments, BJ. I need to. I'm gonna. I need to. Some guy goes. There's no way we lose to Maryland. And Nebraska, come on, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like hey, well, I, I disagree, but, you know, that's fine. I yeah. appreciate your opinion, though. I, I yeah. do. I really do appreciate all the opinions. and, and Absolutely. The, the be be and sure to check us out there and, and leave some comments here. 
Yeah. And I should I should have my TikTok up and going on Monday. I haven't had a chance to sit down and set it up yet. Um, so I'll do that on Monday. Yeah, but uh, like I said, all that being said, appreciate everybody tuning in and uh, see you tomorrow.